Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now Christopher Norris, and he played Jimmy the Janitor in 13 Fanboy. Hey, Chris, how are you doing? Doing well, Scotty. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. here. Thank Um, you. Yeah, not a problem. Um, I'm actually uh, really excited because uh, I just saw 13 Fanboy on Halloween. I had to watch it on Halloween. Um, and I saw 13 <laughs> Fanboy and I immediately recognized you and I immediately saw awesome. your scene and I was like, damn. <laughs> I know that guy. <laughs> I know that guy. And that was such a freaking badass scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah was, I'm very pleased with it. It was, very <laughs> it was a good great. time. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. Um, so the first question I got for you is, is how did you get your start into acting? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, I... Uh, I'm not a full-time actor quite at this point, but um, my background is um, being on stage, whether it's uh, singing, drama club, concert choir, uh, performing open mic, playing guitar, things like that. So um, did quite a bit of that um, actually well before high school, but, you know, got a lot more in high school. Uh, and then, you know, just was doing, you know, spotty things here and there. Uh, my father and brother and I kind of formed a little bit of a mini band. Um, so my brother would play bass and my dad and I would be on guitar and I would sing or he would and kind of go out and do open mic or coffee house shows and stuff, um, for a little bit. And then, um, it really was, um, probably 15 years ago or so you could probably find the dates, but, uh, I was living in Connecticut and there was an open casting call for extras to do Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, the Indiana Jones film. Nice. And so I thought, hey, you know, man, that'll be fun. I'm, I'm not too far away. I'll be in the background. And so when I went down there, they got like 10,000 people wanting to be in it, of course, because everybody knew what it was. Right. And so when they called back, they said, well, how about instead of an extra, you can be Harrison Ford's stand in. Um, are you okay with that? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they're like, well, you know, you won't be on screen. You know, you understand. I said, oh no, I know stand in. That's, I know what they do. That's cool. Right. So, uh, I got to go and work with Harrison Ford and Shia LaBeouf and, uh, Dan Bradley was the actual second unit director I was working with. He did, I think some of the Spider-Man films and Born Ultimatum and all these big action sequences. Wasn't he supposed to be Jason in Friday the 13th six as well? The original Jason? You know, I might've heard some, something to that effect, but I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah. Name uh, sounds but, familiar. You know, yeah, Dan Bradley. Yeah, he's yeah. I mean, he's big now. Um, yeah. But uh, who is it? Steven Spielberg and George Lucas or those guys, if I'm remembering their names correctly, uh, you know, they came to set, of course. Nice. Um, so it was just kind of neat to see them and work with them and mm-hmm. be part of the stunt crew and, and watch these stunts actually get done. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Uh, and then really didn't do too, too much until about three years ago, um, learned about 13 fanboy from the Deborah Voorhees sheer horror group and saw, um, that the Indiegogo was starting and, you know, saw this option to be a scream queen, scream King, whatever. And was like, Oh yeah, that's something I haven't done yet. Let's, you know, let's look into that. And, uh, kind of got on board and, um, just from the people that I met there and learned that people in my own neighborhood were actually in that film community, and uh, ended up getting pulled into the eyes of Tammy Faye with uh, Jessica Chastain and Andrew Garfield. Uh, that just came out about a month ago. Um, Spike Lee and Kevin Wilmot uh, won Oscars for Black Klansmen. And so that allowed Kevin Wilmot to go and do his passion project called the 24th. 
And same kind of a thing. Um, I was just waiting to do my scenes for 13 Fanboy and doing this other stuff in the meantime. Mm -hmm. And uh, they said, well, we don't want you for one of these background extras in the riot. We want you to play the attorney who defends these 65 people on trial for murder. And so, right. uh, so yeah, okay, sure, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. um, so, you know, sit there and look pretty and that kind of thing. Uh, not a lot of talking, but uh, right. yeah, it was kind of cool. So, um, you know, really just in the last few years, I've had a lot of that kind of stuff take off. Um, right. I had to turn down a role in the UK because of COVID, um, hoping to make that up in the next film uh, with Chris Sanders. Um, but yeah, a couple of other, you know, little things here and there just for fun, but it's awesome. Yeah. It's been fun. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, I want to say hi to your buddy back there. Hey buddy. Hey Troy, how you doing? <laughs> Greg Oki, my buddy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's awesome. He's a good guy, and uh, I know Greg Gilbert. Uh, he put me in touch with Troy Elke originally, and then he told me to reach out to you. And I'm like, it's funny you mentioned that. I had Chris Norris on my list for yeah. uh, November. I wanted to reach out to have him on November so we can really hype up, you know, Thirteen Band Boy. Since it'll already be released, we can actually talk about more than we would have been able to. Yeah, for sure. That, that was the plan. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, I know Deborah has asked, uh, you know, in general, uh, not specific to me, but just, you know, for people to try not to spoil too much, right. um, you know, for as long as possible, but there's no yeah. official, you know, okay, moratorium's off in six months or two months right. or a week. Um, so yeah, just hoping that, uh, you know, cause it's one of those things I don't want to spoil anything, um, right. for any film for anybody. So hopefully, right. you know, you can keep it interesting. Um, you yeah. know, my perspective is that even the, the parts that I have in the film, mm -hmm. um, I don't think spoil the, the story per se, you know, right. any of that kind of thing. So, um, it's probably a little bit less delicate. Um, but mm -hmm. if you're planning on giving the entire yeah. <laughs> plot throughout, right. yeah, that might not be a good idea. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, and, know, and it, th that's like, you know, going to see Hall you know, going when Halloween Kills just came out and mm -hmm. you have it, an actor that's in the movie and you literally talk about the whole movie up to the end. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even though Halloween Kills is this big movie production, it's already released. You don't want to, you know, you don't. people haven't seen it yet. Not everybody got right. to see 13 Fanboy when it released on the 22nd. I didn't yeah. see it for like a week or two later. Like, you know what I mean? Right. So it's something you don't want to spoil for people. Um, yeah. You know, we can talk about obviously things that happened in it um, to an extent, mm -hmm. but out of respect for Debbie and out of respect, obviously, for you and the cast and crew and the movie itself. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of those things that I, I, I want to hype it up and promote it so we can get people to see it. Yep. Because it's really I saw it. It's a really mm -hmm. good movie. <laughs> Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, out of, like you say, out of respect for Deborah Voorhees, um, she's a, a sweet lady, very good friend of mine at this point through all of this that we've done. Um, I and a lot of the other crew were holding off on even knowing too much about the film. Uh, right. So I never saw the full script or anything. So it would still right. be exciting and fun when I went into it. Mm -hmm. um, didn't see any pictures or video of my own scenes or anything um, as much as she, you know, certainly would have offered it up. Uh, it was just more fun for me. Right. And, you know, that's how we wanted to be. So, Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I saw 13 fanboy the day it came out, um, watched it three times the same day, um, you know, in the theater, brought my family and um, they don't usually go to the theater. It's probably been 15 years since my wife has. Um, and she was just shocked how, how drawn in she was. She's like, Oh my gosh, that was actually really good. You know, here yeah. I thought I was going to the, the school play to, you know, to see what my little boy had done. Right. I mean, right. you don't know. Yeah. And, uh, and she's not into horror films or anything, but this is more of that suspense, Cape fear, hush, you know, feel that Deborah was going for. So you've kind of got this, right. it's very interesting to folks like me who do love Friday the 13th and the franchise. Mm -hmm. And I've got, 
you know, plenty of junk behind me. I mean, I don't have anywhere near as much as the usual fans, but I've got my little dolls that come out on Halloween or whatever, but, nice. um, you know, she's not super into that stuff, but she really enjoyed it. And, uh, right. my 18 year old daughter, the same thing. Um, it was, you know, but so kind of to your point, uh, not everybody was in the theater the same day. Mm-hmm. It only came in limited release to approximately 20 theaters, I think. And then there was another five or so, or maybe nine, you know, somewhere in that, that 30 range um, that it was going to roll to the following weekend. So um, it's even for the people who were aware of it, it was difficult to get to a theater to see it. Um, So yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't want to spoil it for anybody quite yet. You know, it is still pretty fresh. Um, Yeah. And there are some people like if they can't, like, you know, they aren't streamers. They don't want to watch it on a streaming platform. So they yeah. try to get to a theater to see. I know that it wasn't in any theaters I was in. I was talking to Debbie about it and uh, she was yep. trying her hardest to get it in a Maryland or Pennsylvania theater close to me. But yeah. obviously it wasn't, it didn't work out that way. I mean, it's not her fault. Like she tried, no. she did what she could do, <laughs> but um, right. you, I mean, it's, it's like, like it's business. Like, you know, if she yeah. can't get, you know, if she can't get it in this theater, then, you know, you go to another theater. Because you yep. get, she try to get it in as many as she can, but unfortunately, it's not going to get into all the theaters out there. You know what right. I mean? And, and that's just the yep. way the cookie crumbles. Unfortunately, um, I I was still happy to be able to see it on streaming. I love to stream as well, so I was yep. very happy to watch it. And it was a very good movie. And I I was talking to her earlier today, and I told her I'm definitely going to be watching it again tonight. <laughs> yeah, because I mean what I seen, I might've missed some things. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're, like you, you're not, you're not always going oh, yeah. to be able to see things the first time through. I mean, I watched for sure. Friday the 13th movies all the time, Yep. but I still yeah. find something. New about yeah. It. And, and being in some of these groups, um, you know, I'm sorry, I can't do them the service of remembering all the, the various names. Cause I've been yeah. in them because I was following Friday the 13th long before 13 fanboy, but uh, yeah, they'll, they'll call out stuff even today. And you're like, what, yeah. wait, I got to go back and check that. You know, yeah. I don't remember seeing that or that little right. detail and whether it was yeah. an accident or your imagination lets you make it more interesting canon. Right. But uh, yeah, I agree. There's always more to see. And uh, you know, I honestly, mm-hmm. even seeing it the third time, um, I was afraid, okay, for one, I know a lot of the people in it. So I'm just yeah. seeing familiar faces. So it's a little bit like a high school play, or I, I thought it would be um, this kind of thing. And I was so blown away. Like I loved it so much that I was like, okay, you know, thank God I've been telling everybody, make sure you come see me in this, you know? Yeah. So I was actually quite thrilled genuinely um, yeah. that I enjoyed it so much. And even the third time watching it in the theater, um, yeah. I was still just like, it moves. It's just a, a fast paced film. I did not sit yeah. there bored um, and I, you know, I, there aren't a lot of films that I find to be that level. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Once I've seen it now, you're dragging me through it. But, uh, yeah. I was pretty excited to see it more than once. So. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah. And like, and I'll, I'll, uh, do a cheap plug for my podcast to the movies. Uh, we review, <laughs> we're reviewing so far the Friday the 13th movies and, uh, when we did uh, episode two on part two, I didn't even think of this and the signs were right there. And I don't know if you heard of this, but the whole Ginny is pregnant theory. I don't know if you heard of that or not. Oh um, I, yeah. I do remember like, hearing where something he, where he talks about like the uh, clean up after your menstrual cycles or whatever. And then he, uh, like, she's right. late to get there. She's late to, to show up there. So she's yeah. late, you know, right. And right. She, she basically played Jason's <laughs> mom at the end. So there was like, I never thought of something like that, but yeah. when my co-host brought it up, I'm like, damn, that's <laughs> awesome yeah yeah it's pretty yeah. cool even when i yeah. had trioki on he gave me so many theories that he brought up right. that i was like holy crap yeah oh yeah he's a thinker <laughs> yeah so how did you happen to get involved with 13 fanboy 
Um, well, like I say, I saw that the Indiegogo campaign was launched and initially I was interested in the, the, you know, $13, get your name in the credits, you know, this kind of thing. Um, because to the best of my knowledge, uh, it was not credited for the Indiana Jones work. Um, but honestly, the credits are so long and so dense in that, that maybe I'm not looking close enough. Uh, so I was like, okay, well maybe I still have to check this one off the bucket list. And so I was interested from that standpoint. And, uh, then, you know, as I saw what the other perks were and things like that and thought, oh, wow, you know, that'd be really cool. Cause I think some of them were added a little bit as it was just getting posted. Um, and just decided, yeah, that would just be a lot of fun to, you know, to be able to have a role in something like that. Um, particularly where there were so many well-known actors in it. Um, and I hadn't been on screen with anybody famous yet. So, uh, yeah, I thought that would be really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. is really cool. So, um, let's get right into the uh, meat and the potatoes of 13 fanboy. Cause so for those that are unaware of it, can you tell them what this movie is about? So maybe we can persuade them like, Hey, you should see this movie. What yeah, I didn't know there was going to be a quiz, but um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> to the best synopsis I can give, uh, there's a crazed fanboy stalker um, who is after the actresses from Friday the 13th and Halloween, the franchises, um, and isn't really able to separate reality um, from that fiction. And so he's kind of out to reproduce or one up the deaths that they had in the films. Um, that's probably the the general <laughs> yeah. the loose idea. Yeah, um, but it's to be got, honest with you, know, you, that uh, synopsis that really that really stole me. Like that that made me want to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, this is uh, yeah. it's scary because that shit can happen. Well, and it really can. And and you know, um, to give you a little bit of uh, meta about it, you know, Adrian King was on board mm-hmm. and um, had to back away because she had stalker issues. Apparently, yeah. um, so I've heard not from Friday the Thirteenth directly, but she had issues like that. And it was too close to home and I don't blame her one bit. Oh, um, and then I think because she's such a good person and she cares about the fans and the franchise and she's friends with Debbie, um, she kind of came back around and thought maybe she could do something smaller, you know, a little peripheral part. Um, and then I think she ended up backing away again. So it's just, um, it is, it's too real for someone who's been yeah. through it. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't blame her. And, you know, I, I have to hope that it serves more as a warning against it yeah. than an inspiration for it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like that, uh, that's what makes Halloween so scary. It's not the, the, you know, the, the jump scares or the kills. It's the fact that you have somebody stalking you and then they kill you, but they're watching mm-hmm. your every move. That's what makes it scary. Yeah. Same with 13 factor. fanboy. Like, you know, yeah. it happened to Adrian King. Like, don't think that, oh, they don't get stalkers. She literally had a, a gun to her head because right. from this crazed fan and yeah. thankfully she was able to talk him down so right. the fact that you know that that happened to her alone makes it even more terrifying that this happened in the yeah. movie well and if you if you've seen the trailer for 13 fanboy um d wallace is even calling out the fact that that fanboy is coming into her house so yeah you know they're they're watching you and just to yeah. think yeah you might roll over in bed and open your eyes and somebody would be there is yeah you know that's really yeah. pretty terrifying <laughs> yeah, yeah especially like especially in your home that's your like your own turf right. you're supposed to be safe in your home yeah exactly that, you know somebody's stalking you and not just watching your every move but literally yeah. like entering your home or right. potentially entering your home like that is horrifying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. major violation heebie-jeebies <laughs> <laughs> exactly so yeah. what was the best part about filming 13 fanboy and what was the worst um 
gosh, let's see. I mean, the there's there's a lot of good parts. I know it probably tends to sound cliche when you talk to, you know, you see any of these interviews and people doing things, um, not to put myself up with the celebrities, but um, it, I thought a lot of that was just hot air, you know, these people speaking and gushing over the people they worked with. Um, and so I went into it a little bit guarded and um, it was, it exceeded my expectations. I mean, of what I thought it was going to be to be on the set and to work with people who were really serious about the craft and um, things like that. And I really credit Deborah Voorhees um, as, you know, when you say what's the best part, it would probably have to be her in the, you know, if I had to pick one thing, but that is because she is what made all the other things so great. You know, it's, uh, it's kind of management, you know, if you've got good hiring managers and things like that, then you get a good corporate culture. So um, she was able to really, you know, bring everybody together, motivate them, make them all want to move in the right direction. And, um, and I believe uh, just pick the right people who, yeah. It probably weren't that hard to keep moving in the right direction. I really couldn't say, you know, cause she made it look like, Oh yeah, they were all just cohesive. Right. Um, but so I thought it was great. Um, the, the crew, you know, laughing and carrying on and things like that during my performance was uh, fun, but um, yeah, the, I guess the, the worst part in, in metaphorical sense is waiting to see what the streaming numbers are really doing you know yeah. I mean we don't we don't find out about some of that stuff for a little bit down the road uh, mm -hmm. so you know I'm expecting it to be a pretty good hit especially uh, yeah. internationally and everything else I mean because it did go out video on demand same day um, all over so yeah um, I think that's going to be good um, the only negative really isn't anything to do with the the production. Um, I have kind of a history of migraine headaches and things like that. So the first day I arrived on set, um, I was pretty much out of it with a, a really bad migraine. And yeah. I got lucky uh, because the filming schedule had shifted a little bit. And so they did the scenes that my son is actually in that day. So I was able to take the day off without having to ask um, and then felt awesome on the day that it was my turn to shoot. Nice. So, you know, so that's about the worst thing I can say. And it actually right. turned out really well. So, right. And that's actually, if that's the worst you can have, like, that's actually not that bad because, you know, no, you know, it makes it, it shows that the whole experience of making 13 fanboy was all, it was nothing but positive. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. yeah for me. Um, you know, and I, I acknowledge I was not on set throughout, you know, I, yeah. I had my parts and other people did, and, you know, we did really well to keep it kind of, you know, star Wars secret, if you will. So people right. didn't know what the other parts were. Um, right. but I have not heard that there were any kind of issues or things like that. Um, and didn't have any reason to think that there would be. So, right. um, in fact, after I shot my scenes on site and worked with the crew mm -hmm. and worked with Deborah in person, uh, I was impressed enough with the crew that I actually invested in the production and became an nice. executive producer. So, um, you know, it's, yeah, mm -hmm. I, I couldn't give it a more positive vote than to say, awesome. wow, I'm, I'm really willing to put a lot more money behind this to make sure um, other people get to see what's being created here. So that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. So speaking of Debbie, uh, obviously she's an amazing person and a talented yes. actress and director. We all know that. So how was she as a director? What was it like working with her? Um, it was, it was really good. Um, I've, you know, it's funny because I have actually worked with a number of directors, you know, you'd think you just, Oh, I don't have anything to compare it to, but, right. uh, but I do. And I, I think, 
um, having that chance to be on set with some of these, you know, Oscar winning directors and even, you know, the folks from Indiana Jones and stuff. I mean, they're, they're doing these major productions. Um, I still was impressed to see that, like I say, my standards, my expectations were low enough thinking, well, it's an indie film and I'm not as familiar with indie film. Um, you know, just didn't know what to, to expect. And so seeing, oh, that that's a misnomer, you know, they're still doing all the same stuff. They're still working just as hard. The people seem to be just as talented. Yeah. So it's more presumably, uh, you know, marketing and money on the other end and things like right. that. So uh, yeah, I thought she was, you know, equal to the, you know, mm-hmm. like I say, the way she kept everybody going in the right direction. Right. Um, kind of the one funny thing was uh, she had to tell me to stop smiling because I was having too much fun. So nice. um, I, <laughs> that, that's been a problem for me over the years. I was picked mm-hmm. at uh, Universal Studios to do a, a recreation of a scene from, oh my gosh, I don't know, it was a Vertigo or I don't know, one of those Hitchcock <laughs> films. And um, I, I couldn't stop smiling. They're like, you're supposed to look scared. And I was just <laughs> kind of beaming. So um, it happened again, you know, on set. Cause I just enjoy myself too much. And so yeah. she's like, you know, you're supposed to be afraid. He's scary. I was like, yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, but she was very, you know, very polite about it. Not nice. rude in any way at right. all. So, right. um, she's just yeah. being a director doing her job. Absolutely. Yep. 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 And that's so. what, that's what she's doing to make a, a, a very good and impactful movie. And a lot of people don't realize that, 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 um, there really isn't much of a difference between indie films and Hollywood blockbusters. The biggest difference right. is probably the funds, the money. Yeah. Because yep. everybody's going to work just as hard because nobody wants it goes out and it says, hey, I'm going to make this movie, but I want to make a shit movie. Like nobody right. goes out and, <laughs> and says, I want to make a shit movie. Like right. everybody goes out there and they make the best movie they can. So like it doesn't yep. matter if it's a small budget film or a large budget film. Mm-hmm. The actors, the directors, the crew, they're all going to do the best that they possibly can to make a decent movie. And in the case of 13 Fanboy, it was a success. Yeah. Really. Thank you. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I was yeah. very pleased. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I had already appreciated about, you know, not to compare us to Star mm-hmm. Wars or something, but um, the things that people don't like George Lucas going back and fixing. I mean, some of the charm is the fact that they had to get creative and they had to do interesting mm-hmm. things because they didn't have a billion dollars to make the film. Right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I agree with you on indie films in general, that sometimes yeah. that's where you get the best ingenuity. Uh, yeah. It's not just easy to just say, oh, yeah, okay, go create that explosion in that car chase. Okay, get back yep. to me when you're done. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you've got to figure out how do I do that for $100, you know, so right. um, it just takes brain power instead of laziness. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's you can why really... Right. And that's why it's called a team environment, because just because like if it's very low budget and you need to make this effect that most likely would cost a couple hundred bucks or a couple thousand bucks, but you only have a hundred bucks to do it. You have you don't have just the director saying, how about this way? You have the SFX guy, you have the actors, you have producers, you have people that put all their brains together and come up with the best way to do it with the best possible way. You know, the best solution, make it look real and effective. Right. Yeah. You have to collaborate and you have to yeah. let everyone do what they're best at, you know, yeah. contribute what they know best. Um, yeah. There's no point in overriding somebody and saying, well, I control the money. I'm going to do it this way. You right. are sort of obligated and it, it just forces, assuming you can continue to get along, which mm-hmm. seems to have worked out really well in this as a great example yeah. of it. Um, that, yeah, it just, it brings the creativity. So I love that. Mm-hmm. It was really Absolutely. fun. So what was the most memorable moment uh, or part about you filming uh, 13 Fanboy? Um, the most memorable part, um, well, I guess (laughs) I couldn't say very much about my scenes for years, 
<laughs> and even now it's a little bit like, well, maybe just a little bit early. Um, so right. I guess holding on to those memories that, you know, to make sure I don't forget them so that I could remember right. them um, makes a lot of it memorable. Um, I guess, like I say, the, <laughs> the fact that it was that much of a fun environment to be on, um, I didn't realize or I guess I should say I'd forgotten how much of a ham I can tend to be. Um, you know, I, I'm usually willing to stand back and let someone else perform. And then when it's my turn, okay, great. But uh, yeah, I, I actually really liked being the center of attention more than I thought I was going to uh, yeah. because I was just so focused. Okay. We're doing this. We're making a film. It's not about me. We want to make sure we get the best product out there and was just yeah. very much in that hard driven mindset, which the rest of the crew was as well. Yeah. And so then when they were like, Oh no, just, you know, be you. And, you know, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Um, right. It was, yeah, just kind of fun and unexpected to just be like, oh, okay, this right. is my, you know, my not 15 minutes of fame per se, but just mm -hmm. my few minutes to goof around and not have to be so business oriented. So, right. Uh, Absolutely. And uh, yeah. And like um, a lot of people don't realize that, uh, that um, it's not about every actor or their, or their credentials or what they bring to the table. It, it's egos aside. It's, Yep. do what's best for the product because that's what's gonna you know align everybody with their paychecks and that's what's right. gonna align the movie to, to do good and get good reviews and to be enjoyable to watch because you have a good product and that's where everybody's yeah. got to really put away their egos yeah well absolutely as as a business that's absolutely right and yeah. um the one of the things you hit on is make it enjoyable to watch and yeah. not just for the the movie going public but for myself yeah. I mean, I didn't want to make something and go, oh yeah, there, there's a picture of me. That's embarrassing. You know, I mean, right. it's just, it's selfies of sorts. So you're like, yeah, yeah. you want to make sure it's a good one. You're going to put right. it out there. You want to be happy when you look at it. So exactly. uh, yeah, everybody I felt self-included was taking pride in trying to make sure this is something that we're going to want to see more than once. Mm -hmm. So um, even if I think none of us had been involved in the production just in concept we were all like oh my god i'd love to see that movie so right. of course we wanted to make sure that it came out well you know it was right. something we were looking forward to for <laughs> even more reasons exactly so have you met any of the friday the 13th alumni on set and if so which ones and which ones were you like really really like i guess giddy or shy to meet because i guess you <laughs> really loved them in the films or whatever um i guess i well, I did meet some, obviously I met, um, Debbie Sue Voorhees, Deborah, um, was very anxious to meet her because we had established a good friendship, um, you know, through texting and phone calls and things, getting everything lined up. And, uh, she was, you know, even sweeter than I had hoped. So that was great. Um, I, I guess if, from the perspective that you're asking, I, took a picture of her with my cell phone while I was waiting for my scenes because somebody else was shooting, but I didn't have the nerve to actually ask to take a picture with her. So, <laughs> you know, I've got this picture of her like starting to look up from her notes as she was getting up. And I was like, that's, that's the most nerve I had was just to try to like, I didn't want to be a creep, but I, I didn't want to go home without at least having taken a picture. Right. Um, and so, um, but I did uh, meet Tracy Savage and spoke to her um, quite a bit. She's around in the, the parts of the film that I'm in. And um, Judy Aronson was showing up on set uh, the same day that uh, I, my last day on set. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was great. I mean, I, I just thought she was the most adorable part of weird science. And, you know, of course she was Samantha and Friday 13th. So uh, yeah, that was fun. I didn't say a lot. I was just like, you know, Hey, we're in this together. You know, here's my son. He's in it with you too. You know? <laughs> um, 
Um, so yeah, it's, I mean, but we're all just people, you know, I, I wasn't going to complete fangirl on anybody, but, uh, but it is funny, you know, you, even though you are very real about it, you do have that mystique, you know, these are people that you, you've sort of known from a distance for so long. Uh, yeah, it's, you don't know what you're going to think when you meet them. Exactly. And that's the biggest struggle with me, even with, uh, the, with Slasher Scotty is the fact that like. I interviewed, uh, I started this with Greg Gilbert. Greg Gilbert, well, like, he, he interviewed me for my book I wrote. And then mm-hmm. he, I told him, how'd you start doing this? And he gave me tips and gave me suggestions and hints. And he's like, you should do that. And I'm like, maybe I will. And I had Victor yeah. Miller on as my first guest <laughs> and went oh, cool. from there. And um, I had Debbie on. And, you know, it's like, it's one of those things that like, I didn't expect it to grow as big as it did. Um, yeah where I have actually people asking me for them to be on. <laughs> yeah, but, that's um, great. Congratulations. I, thank yeah. you. And the fact though that, you know, I, I have to be professional. I have to, you know, I can't fanboy or fangirl over, you know, these celebrities that I'm looking at and interviewing, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, it's something that is exciting because I grew up watching all of these people as a kid and now yep. I'm talking to them. Yeah. Well, and um, yeah. I actually have to say, I got a kick out of, um, I, I hope I'm not getting the name wrong. Lauren Marie Taylor yes. uh, was in part two and she actually reached out to me this past week on Facebook and, and friended me. So I thought, okay, great. I've, I'm in the club of, of victims, awesome. you know, yeah. Yeah. She, um, she, yeah. she she's adorable. I loved she's her good. in she's that amazing. film. Yes. Yeah, she's great. So, yeah. um, but that was kind of, you know, another one of those like, okay, well, I've done this and I've been in this film and I've done this mm-hmm. other thing and I've met, you know, celebrities and yeah. stuff. And so to have them actually reach out first was, yeah. uh, was interesting. Um, and I certainly do have a lot of people from the biz and behind the scenes and things like that, that I'm connected to as well, or who may have reached out first, but um, to have yeah. somebody that I was like, I think I know that name. Who is that? And then, oh, okay. You know, like, wow, famous people. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it was, that was really fun. That is exciting. And and it's one of those things like you never think that would happen to you. And it does, you know what I mean? Like that same thing with me. And I'm sure the same thing with Greg Gilbert. Like you you think like, oh, you know, it's it's a pipe dream, but when it becomes (laughs) reality, it's like, holy shit, this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. And it's exciting. Very cool. Yes. So, um, where can 13 fanboy be viewed? I know we mentioned it a little bit for those that do want to see it. Cause we do know that it is currently released. So where, if somebody wants to, is watching this, like, I really want to watch 13 fanboy, where can they go and see it? Um, already your best bet is probably going to be to go to 13 fanboy.com. And, um, there's the whole synopsis and the trailers and all that kind of good stuff. And there's a, um, I think it's a now playing section link at the top that shows all the theaters that it was being released in. So that list kept growing as we got them lined up. Um, There were, like I say, a few five or 10 or something that I think only opened on the 29th and should still be playing this week, depending on when the, this podcast comes out. Um, But other than that, the, the more broad release and accessibility is going to be through iTunes or Vudu Amazon video on demand uh, is up there. I've seen the logos for things like Xbox and Comcast and, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's essentially all the video on demand, all the major stuff um, internationally but uh, not so much on something like Netflix uh, where, you know, or uh, Peacock, you know, where you pay a monthly fee. It's not to that level yet. It still is this featured brand new release. Um, And so I, you know, I got mine on Vudu. Um, <laughs> I know a nice. lot of people bought it on both. You know, it's just like, yeah. I need to have it everywhere. Nice. Um, n- not necessarily necessary, but uh, hopefully everybody gets it and likes it. 
Um, last I heard was that we're hoping to get DVDs out in December, but there's no firm date on yeah. that. So um, that'll be another way that people can hopefully see it pretty soon. Awesome. Um, and then, yeah, I, you know, personal speculation only, I, I guess, just watching the way these things go that then, you know, whatever it is, a few months later, you might start to see it show up on Netflix or those other platforms, but that's not inside right. info. That's just me guessing, you know, right. <laughs> you usually see theater and then you see DVDs and then you see. Right. Know, so, and, and who knows, like, I mean, maybe they will get on Netflix. Maybe it'll be a shutter release. Uh, I You're mean, right. Shutter would be yeah. a very good platform for uh, 13 bad boy, I think. Yeah, it really would. would. Yeah, very good area to go to. I think that that would yep. really suit them well as well. And uh, I mean, I would love to see it on. I have Peacock because I have I have Xfinity, so that would be cool yep. as well. Um, and I, I know if you have Xfinity, you get Peacock for free. And um, okay. I, I have Shutter. <laughs> yeah, I have Shutter. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, I I bought it on Amazon because I was originally going to buy it on Comcast, but I'm thinking if I ever move to an area that there is no Comcast, I won't have Comcast anymore, and then oh. I might lose the lose the product so Maybe i figured so. why not uh get on amazon i'm always gonna have my amazon account yeah that's true <laughs> so i just yep. bought it on amazon so yeah and it's, it's on it's i'm telling you it's a really good movie so if you can uh get it um definitely you know put some money aside to get the movie you know to get the movie um i yep. prefer buy it than rent it because uh if you're i mean if you buy it it's only a couple bucks more and you're going to have it for what for you know for the rest of your life pretty much so right. i yeah I, and, I recommend and buying I, it is worth I it think, is worth it yeah well i appreciate that and i think um I presumably where it's a independent release and everything um, from what I've seen, it's on the, at least the platforms I've checked, it's only 1499 versus yeah. a lot of them that go out there for 20 or I don't know, maybe yes. more. Uh, yeah. So when you say, you know, how close it is to rent versus own, yeah. um, if you're going to watch it more than once, you're going to be happier that you bought it because you're yeah. pretty much going to have paid that. So uh, right. yeah. Um, you, and if I you definitely, rent it and you want to watch and you do enjoy it and you want to watch it again, you're going to spend more than if you just buy it. <laughs> Because I right. think I, I'm yeah. not sure how much it is to rent off the top of my head. I think it was like $7.99 or $8.99 or something, something close to that. Right. Um, and it probably varies a little by platform, but you're right. right. It's, it's got to be but on Amazon what it is to buy it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so you might as well so. buy it because I'm going to watch it again tonight. And yeah. if you rent it, you only have it for like 30 days, I think it is. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So you don't have it for, you know, a couple months that you can watch it in a couple months, you know, over the course of a couple months, like you, you, you know, well, and, and what I've seen that they tend to do is that you have 30 days to start watching it. But once you do, you've only got 48 hours to finish. Yeah. So you can't just watch yeah. it all month long. So, right. You know, you don't really even have that thirty days. You kind of exactly, you know. <laughs> exactly. So, so. It, it, so if you want to definitely see it and you, you, you aren't sure you're going to like it, you're mm-hmm. going to spend five, what, five bucks more to buy it anyways. Right. I mean, might as well buy it because if you do like it, then you can always continue to watch it and watch it whenever you want. Have a couple of friends over and watch it, you know, watch it if yeah. you're on Halloween. Like it's just. Well, and that's it. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. planning on including it in my rotation for the, mm-hmm. the Friday the 13th marathons and, you know, yes. like, okay, this yeah. Friday the 13th, should I watch them all or just one? And then on Halloween, right. you watch all of them. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely planning on adding yeah. it to my rotation. So yeah, uh, I started, I have something I call Scotty Ween where I end up having one <laughs> like horror movie. Like I'll watch them all day long, but I have like one specific horror movie. I'll watch every night for 31 mm-hmm. days in October at eight o'clock at night. And I have, I start, I usually don't do it until like a month before like October, 
And I already started next year's list. I already have that boy added to it. There you go. Awesome. (laughs) I watched it this past year on Halloween, um, you know, a couple of days ago. And like I said, it's very good. So definitely check that out. Um, So the last question I have for you is, uh, do you have any other projects in the works that you would like to promote to the listening and viewing audience? Oh my gosh. Um, There's a, uh, there's another small independent film that I'm intending to shoot. Um, it actually got delayed. I think it was supposed to shoot this month called Trivial um, that I'm going to be up in, I think it's in Cincinnati is where they're shooting that. Okay. Um, so I'm going to have a little part in that one. And um, there's another film that Chris Sanders is doing. He's the UK director, uh, filmmaker who had great success uh, with a, a couple of films and he's kind of getting bigger and bigger and pulling in some of the bigger names. Um, this one is going to be called Demons at Dawn, if I'm remembering that correctly. Um, Black Coppice Films, I think is the name that he's under. And uh, so, yeah, he had written me a, a custom part for the UK in the last picture and I wasn't a, a werewolf cabal, I think it was, or uh, mm-hmm. now I'm getting it. I'm getting them all confused, but anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, but he's, he's had a number of successful films. And, uh, so since I wasn't able to make it to the UK, I'm going to join him on, on his next one there. Nice. So, yep. So that should be really cool. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Sounds like a plan. And if after this interview airs and everything, I plan on getting it uploaded sometime tonight. Um, but after it airs and everything, um, if anybody's watching the say four months, five months, a year down the road, and they come across mm-hmm. the interview, uh, check out Christopher Norris's IMDb page. I'm sure that'll be updated with any projects that he has going on as well. Absolutely. Yep. yep. Awesome. So I thank you so much, Chris, for joining me. All right. Thanks for having me, Scotty. Right. Yep. You have a great rest of your day. You too. Right. Thanks. Bye. Bye.